underground of Namatar. And you may never be. And hello again, listeners, and welcome to episode two. An Englishman deserves the right to slaughter you. That's the title I've given it. Um, <clears throat> it is named this because over here in the UK, or probably England, on the 23rd is St. George's Day, the patron state of England. And people are going to be getting drunk for patriotic sakes and basically being leery. So I thought I'd jump on the bandwagon and do a special underground, underground and macabre episodes. And right, the first, now this episode, as you know, well, if you don't know, it's going to be more formatted laid out properly other than the previous episode where I kind of basically was me telling you how I got into horror. This episode is going to be more focused and more detailed, um, which leads me on to my first segment, which would this be the new segment, which will I'll, this will be added to every show at this stage, right at the beginning of the episode. And here is the following news. If you haven't already voted, or don't even know about this, I am doing a survey for find out, to find out the public and listeners' view of the macabre on who the sexiest screen queen is. If you haven't already voted, you can vote by emailing me at undergroundthemacabre at googlemail.com or if you follow me on Facebook, you can message me on there or comment me on there. If you don't know how to contact me on Facebook, type in Aaron Grant on the search bit and trust me, you'll, fi- you'll, you'll know certainly straight away who it is because no, actually, type in Aaron Macabre Grant, sorry. You'll find me straight away. Or on Twitter, I am Aaron U-O-T-M. You can catch me on there. Or if you're friends with Gray or um, Derek, you can get if you're on their friends list, you'll find me on there as well. So if you want to vote, um, it's open for another week. It shuts next Wednesday because I'm doing a, um, a spot or slash segment on episode three. I just want to find out, I just want to give the, I'm going to do these segments every other week just to keep you, the listeners, involved and basically basically involved in the show. Give you the chance to get your voice heard. Um, Every other week we'll have different surveys or different scenarios. So yeah, you can hopefully hurry up and vote. I've got some votes already and at the moment it's a landslide. I'm not going to tell you who, but I think most people may already know who who probably is going to be win- the winner of that. And the winner of that will have a little segment on my show. And I may even review one of their films. Right. And the next part, I'd like to thank um, the guys over there at Late Night at the Horror Hotel who recorded, actually did a video bumper for the show. And listen to this. Check it out. Hey, horror fans, we're from Late Night the Horror Hotel, and if you're looking for a new blog and podcast site, go to undergroundofthemacabre.com. What do you think, eh? Pretty sweet, eh? May have got the name of the blog wrong, but as on if you go onto YouTube and type in Late Night at the Horror Hotel, they've got all different bumpers they've done for different websites and different podcasts, and when you see my one, it does say, on the written on the screen, underground dot blogspot no underground the macabre sorry dot blogspot dot com and check them out they are really interesting and funny guys and I'm gonna go on to a more somber note now if you have heard or may have not heard a talented and very very gifted actor will be departing this world soon um Dennis Hopper is currently terminally ill with um prostate cancer and has recently spread it to his bones. Um, they say um, he's got probably about a month left at the most. Um, last month, Hollywood honoured him into the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, I think it's a bit late, to be honest, because he's done such incredible work. If you're not a fan of him or you don't not, not sure who he is, 
where have you been to be honest here's just a list of awesome films if you've not seen any of them I demand you check him out he is one truly gifted actor um, he's been an easy rider um, he played the character Billy and plus he also directed the film Blue Velvet I think a hell of a lot of you should know this film he played Frank Booth um, being Speed he was there terrorist crazed maniac after Keanu Reeves blown up buses awesome film <coughs> he was in True Romance um, Rumblefish played the father I think was of what's his name was it Mickey Rourke was it Mickey Rourke and Nicolas Cage I'm not sure I'll have to look back on that I've not seen that film in a while I've got it on my DVD shelf I'll have to check it out soon um, um, Apocalypse Now come on you must have seen that one awesome war flick and a couple of horror films here. Um, 2005, he played in George Romero's Land of the Dead. Played the um, tycoon who, I can't remember what he did, he owns that big building, didn't he, and run everything. I can't remember, sadly, I haven't seen it in a while. And he played Lieutenant Lefty in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, the sequel to Toby Hooper's classic. So, yeah, um,. If you haven't seen any of those films, you must have seen some of those films if you listen to this podcast. Um, yes, it's, it is really, really sad news. And I'd like to um, just pay my respects to Dennis Hopper's family. Um, I understand the, the pain they're going through at the moment. I've been through that pain recently. And I would just like to say, um, I can't really say all the luck, just chin up, enjoy the moments you have with him, and... He will be truly, truly missed when he does go. And I um, thought I'd push that again into it. Um, when he does finally pass, I don't want to. We all don't want um, a classic actor like this to pass. He's he's definitely up there with the likes of James Dean, Marlon Brando, De Niro, Sir Anthony Hopkins. He is definitely up there with the greats. And when he does pass, I am going to do a special segment on the show. Um, dedicating a whole show to Dennis Hopper. I'm going to have audio clips, I'm going to review a couple of his films, I'm just going to basically, <clears throat> and I'm going to um, get you guys to leave messages via MP3 to my email about um, your favourite films of him and and what you've liked them in, or you can email me or just message me on Facebook, just basically get involved with this episode. Um, it'll be up, it'll be up and up to do whenever Dennis Hopper des- um, decides to leave us. And anyway, I'm going to take a short break and I'll be back with my first review slash discussion. Is there somewhere quiet that we can go? Yeah, we can go upstairs. Okay. This probably isn't how you imagined our first date. Oh, this is a date now. We're okay. We're not okay. We're okay. <laughs> Definitely give him a proper send off, right? Rest in peace. That boy hanged himself. How can that be an excuse for a party? It started out as a joke. We were bored. He was a spaz. You do the math. It just got way out of hand. I'm gonna kill you. What's going on? Some sicko's idea of a joke. I want to know why you've been texting us. <laughs> Pretending to be Mullet, risen from the dead, in a bag. <laughs> You're dead! We're all dead! Oh, it's Mullet!
And welcome back. Um, as you know, this week's episode is an all English affair. And the two films that I'm going to discuss and generally um, talk about are the are Tormented, a British flick that was released last year, and um, The Bunker, which was released back in 2001, I believe. The first film I'm going to talk about is Tormented. And here's just read off a quick synopsis about the film. Tormented is a sexy, smart, slick, scary and funny high school horror movie that smells like teen spirit with a hint of rotting flesh. Classrooms and cafeterias, school ties and pool parties. Teenage lives full of promise. All get a terrifying makeover at the best, as the best days of your lives become your worst nightmare. Justine Fielding, played by Tuppence Middleton, if that's how you pronounce it, is the gorgeous head girl of her plus suburban grammar school, Fairview High. She just won a place at Oxford University when an in-crowd hunk Alexis, played by Dimitri Leonidas, asked her out on a date. All seems perfect, except that Alexis and this circle of friends aren't quite as good as they, as they look. Led by Tormentor-in-Chief Bradley, um, Bradley, played by Alex Pettifer, who, if you may know, played in Stormbreakers. Not everyone knows that. The clique's too cool for school veneer hides a pack of inventive and merciless bullies who find it vastly amusing to persistently tease anyone they consider a worthless loser. Their main target, Darren Mullet, played by Calvin Dean, knows what his classmates did last summer. They bullied him to death. The overweight, asthmatic nerd was so relentlessly victimised by their cruel taunts, website intimidation and happy slapping mobile phone recordings, he committed suicide. Being dead allows Darren to finally find the courage to stand up for himself. With nothing left to lose, he takes his murderous revenge on his former classmates in increasing brutally and imaginative ways. And the in-crowd soon discover, to their horror, that there is little point reasoning with a very pissed-off zombie ghost. Well, yeah, that's basically a rundown of what the film is about um, the film starts off with um, Justine being carted off by the police at the entrance of the school and being put into a police car then it cuts to five weeks earlier and it builds it shows you um, basically back from where it started um, Justine is being followed and been publicly persuaded by Alexis who has a thing for her. He jo she joins their clique and all of a sudden she suddenly finds out that they're truly not what they seem. They like to tease and really really bully people so much. Um, they just randomly pick people out in the schoolyard or in the hallways and just blatantly belittle them to be honest and throughout the film this goes on it just goes on forever and ever it's it does take its toll on you it, it drags out so much um, for a little while I was daydreaming off messing around on my laptop because the film started off with have little nothing to, nothing interesting going with it the only thing I could say that really good about the film is the deaths um, the inventive ways. Some of them. One was this: the, the ghost of the guy that was bullied that committed suicide shoved a couple of pencils at some guy's nose and rammed the guy's head onto the table. So the pencils basically penetrated his skull and brain. Um, another scene is where he, um, he whipped this guy in the shower, flicked him real hard with a towel in the eye, so the, ta the eye popped out of its socket. Another one is those paper guillotines. She got one of the girls that obviously the group that tormented him, tied her hands down with a tuberous tie, made him made her watch the videos of him being tormented and bullied that they've recorded on their phones, and then pulled the guillotine paper thing down and cut off her hands. And she's 
screaming running around the art room, blood splurting everywhere. Yeah, that's really most things I can say about this film is the deaths are really, really unique. It's a clever it's they've got really clever ideas and it seems this film it's done by I can't remember John Wright I think it is. I think it's fourth film, very unknown director. Um it it just seems like they they picked their cast. Look, I put up notes that but very attractive cast. It's like they picked them from an FHM magazine. They're just all perfectly good looking. Even the nerdy ones are kind of good looking if you like that kind of thing. It's like they just didn't pick an ugly cast member. It's kind of and another thing, this film, even though it was a British film, it felt very American. It had the um, very cliché cliques that they have, like the, I call them jerks, bitches and geeks. That's my way of putting it whenever I see a film like this. It just feels like, I know I did last summer, cross between Carrie, cross between a supernatural zombie film. I don't know any supernatural zombie films. Maybe The Unborn? I don't know. But yeah, it just felt so American. Um, the acting, really top notch. You, I may be a bit biased here, but British acting tends to be pretty well done. Um, Sir Anthony Hopkins, um, John Hurt. Mm, you got to give us a bit. We're pretty good at acting. We can pull it off. This film definitely has that. Like I said, the only good films, good things about this film is the acting and the deaths. The story is a slow burn. Uh, it's just basically about kids having parties. Um, they're getting texts from this zombie ghost of the guy they tormented. Um, they believe it's some geeky kids. They start picking on him. It just runs back and forth. Who is who's who's picking on? Who's getting their revenge back? And it's so mundane and boring. Um, there's not much more I can say about this film. You heard the synopsis, what the film's about. Okay, if you want to see this film for a for the acting wise, then I definitely agree. Look, if you want to see a good acted film with decent murder scenes, then check this film out. But if you like slow burn films check it out this definitely is very very slow burn very boring but if you absolutely hate build-ups to a film you want the action and the deaths to come straight away don't watch this film it doesn't happen deaths um, come actually one every 15 minutes it's not I personally wouldn't go and watch this film again I had this film in my hand when I went to the supermarket the other day gonna buy it on DVD Good job I didn't, because I wouldn't watch this again. I only watched this because um, I was flicking through trying to find a horror film that I've never seen before that's British, and this is one of them I've never seen, and it's one I'd probably never see again. So overall, if you like really inventive death scenes, check this film out. If you like really well done acted British films, check this film out. But if you hate slow burn films that just have teen parties, sexual references, and just general banter about crap, then I don't recommend it, because, no. Well, Underground the Macabre doesn't recommend it, but if you want to check it out, who am I to stop you? Uh, it was released last year. should be easy enough to get hold of. Check it out on Amazon, or Play, or some junkyard garage down the back of an alleyway by a guy called Barry, I don't know. You'll be able to find a copy of this. Go eBay, I don't know. But if you want to see young, talented actors, very attractive actors, male and female-wise, that get slaughtered in inventive ways, go spend your cash or download it, stream it, whatever you do, Netflix over in the States. should be able to probably get it on there then go watch it, but I certainly not going to watch it again. Anyhow, here's a bit of music just to whet your appetite and put you in more of a British mood. And I'll be back after that. I've never been closer. 
understand that certain feeling caught by another sound. People around here have unpleasant stories about this place.
Rob Green makes his feature debut with this moody horror flick about war, paranoia and unspeakable evil. As the Allies close in around the Nazis, pounding them with relentless airstrikes, a band of Germans take refuge from the onslaught in a concrete bunker deep in the Black Forest. Long forgotten tunnels extend from the bunker further into the wilderness. Shell-shocked and exhausted, the survivors argue about provisions and strategies during a lull in fighting. As they slip into sleep, the horrors, murders and plagues that rocked Europe for centuries seep into their souls. When the next wave of attacks threatens to blow them to smithereens, the war-weary group ventures deeper and deeper into the tunnels as they combat fear and insanity. Well guys, that is basically what Bunker is about. Uh, that was a bit of a synopsis. Where should I start about this film? Well, I'll tell you a bit about who's in it. Um, the film stars a um, really good cast. Um, Jason Fleming, um, who you may not know. He's appeared in League of Story Gentlemen and some others, I'm not quite sure. But um, an interesting fact to tell you here, he's got a star in the upcoming Nazi zombie film by Sean... I can't remember his name now. Sean. I know his name's Sean. Um, called The Fourth Reich. And also stars Andrew Lee Potts, who is also has also done War Material. He was, he was in a few episodes of Band of Brothers. And it also starred Charlie Borman, who is the son of Deliverance director John Borman. And it has other stars like Jack Davenport, who you may know from Flash Forwards. Right. Um, the film looks beautiful. Very warlike. Very, I wouldn't say period, but it definitely had um, a 1940s war era feel to it. Um, the grit gritty kind of dull pastely look to the film really worked well and what can I say about the acting again superb British performances every one of them um, I don't think I've seen particularly seen a, a British film that has poor acting in one bit I may be wrong if you guys feel Feel free to email me with your views of the British film you've probably seen with really poor acting in. Send it to me. I'd love to check it out. Um, but the, what I like about this film that it works well to fuck with your inner demons. The way it messes with the soldier's paranoia. Um, it's very. It's a very impressive psychological horror film. Like I said, with well, truly executed acting. Um, it all starts with these soldiers stumbling upon the bunker, and they stumble upon obviously German reinforcements, like a young, a young kid or young teen, and an old guy. Um, this old guy begins to tell stories. They would pass the time because they're basically stranded there with no ammo and ally forces um, coming closer. And basically that's when all things hell loose. What else would you think about? You're in an isolated bunker with... You've got enemy soldiers basically on your ass wanting to shoot you down. There's barely any provisions, food, water... So, the ghost stories they've been told start to take a, take effect. Hallucinations, um, vulnerability, and their minds take control of them, basically. What else do we do? It's basically like you're in prison. You're isolated in a, in a confined area. What else can you do apart from think, use your brain? And in their cases, all their horrors of their past, what they've done to other people and soldiers during the war is starting to take a toll on them.
And basically that's what the film's about. It's about confronting your fears, confronting your paranoia. And undoubtedly, in the end, I'm not I don't really give a crap about spoilers at all. Only one or two survive. Um majority of them basically get fucked up in weird ways by each other. They basically they kill each other to be honest, because their paranoia takes over. Um the film I wouldn't I would recommend it if you're a war junkie. If you like anything to do with war, I say check this out. But in the horror aspect, it's classed as a horror war drama. But there's nothing really horrific about it. And anything horrific about it is that maybe the psychological paranoia um adds to violent tendencies. That's the only thing hor- horrific about this film. Um, majority of the time, you're just watching a few um, guys whine on about ghost stories and each other's out, the so-and-so's out to get me. It's kind of dull, it's drab. But there's nothing more I can say about this film. If you want to see a film that has almost near-perfect acting in, then The Bunker is definitely for you. But if you want to see a really violent, psychological, messed up horror, it's I say it has some of those aspects to it, but I wouldn't cross my heart on it. it is, I was really looking forward to this film. I really was. I read a synopsis about it, about paranoia and psychological effects on the brain and... Um, ghost stories. I just thought I thought this was going to be another Death Watch, but to my mistake, it wasn't. <laughs> Overall, the last two films I've checked out, Bunker and Tormented, very well acted-wise. Both British films really well acted, but both of them let me down. In Tormented, I was expecting to see. Really violent death scenes, um, effective death scenes, but all I got was bitching and moaning and sexual references. Hardly any death. All the horrific bloody scenes come near the end, and then it's too late. And with the bunker, awesome at them again. Looked great, the sound editing was fucking brilliant but it does lack in most areas the story was poorly written um it did the ending was wasn't really executedly executed well and yeah after watching it and now reviewing it and just talking about it i feel let down i feel kind of down and depressed i was so excited about this episode and after, I was so excited about watching these two films, but they have let me down. I wanted to do two British films I've never seen before. I could have done the, I could have been very generic and done Shaun the Dead and Twenty Days Later. Films I would I would fucking praise up a lot. In a in a way, this is a good way because it's it's opened my mind to horror films, British horror films, that actually are not that good. The acting is, but the films weren't particularly that interesting. Anyhow, I am going to go cut my throat after watching those two films. Just joking, by the way. I'm not that depressed. And I'm going to leave you some music. Hopefully that will pick you up. Hopefully it will certainly pick me up. And I'll be back to discuss more stuff with you.
listen. Do you hear it? It's getting closer. Much closer. Don't be afraid. Be very, very afraid. do it to myself. I really want to review a film or discuss a film that at the end of it I'm going to be really positive about and really be excited about. These two are films that I reviewed or discussed about have truly truly let me down. If any of you guys have any films you recommend I should check out and recommend that I would probably like then Contact me on Facebook. Um, you put in Aaron McCarb Grant and leave me a message or post something on my wall. Um, asking, check this out. You'll probably end up liking this. Or if you want to email me at um, the dot underground dot of dot the dot macarb at googlemail.com. A mouthful, I know, but it's the one I went with in the end. Um, Yes, I just feel really let down after that. So if any of you guys have any suggestions of films that would really leave me leave a positive thought would leave uh put it this way. That would I le- that I would leave a positive thought with, by all means. That's really got me thinking now for the next episode or a couple of episodes time. Before I started this podcast, I said to myself I really want to do a David Fincher special. And if I've reviewed the films I want to review with David Fincher, I would be in a fucking great mood because I adore this director. Ah, I might just I might actually just do that actually. And I've got the films in mind I want to review. Um should I tell you or shouldn't I? Yeah, why not? Let's be a spoiler a lot, look. And in the up and coming episodes, not sure which one, I'm going to do a David Fincher special, retrospective on David Fincher, and I'm going to do Zodiac, Seven, and what was the other one I was going to do? I can't remember the other film I was going to do. It's definitely Zodiac and Seven. Um, I can't think of the third one, but I will definitely, definitely do a David Fincher special, and that will definitely put me in a brighter mood. Anyhow, I'm going to round up this episode by um, plugging some recommendations. Again, go and check out The Dark Hours um, with Grey. A very insightful guy. He discusses it and puts it into more detail than what I do. Because he basically actually reviews the film. With me, I discussed bad points and good points. And whether you would like it or not. Basically, I just... Mine... Podcast is a recommendation one. His is basically a full-on review. He's basically a tabloid paper, but vocally. Um, very very good guy. Enjoy listening to his podcast. He d- the majority of the time he puts my voicemails on. I've left him a couple, a couple of voicemails recently. I really, really hope he plays because I fucking went nuts in him. Basically, I completely lost my marbles. And another one. I have to plug him again because he's just a cool guy. Um, and I've got some news for you. Um, 
Derek over at Dead Derek Reviews is the guy I was talking about. Um, his blog is really good. He's always posting something on every other day, whether it's to do books, films, or anything in general. And I like to say, me and him, I've got an episode coming up, a side project. Like Dark Hours has a dark cut. We are going to have... Should I tell you, or shouldn't I? Mine and Derek's episode is going to be Underground of the Dead. Yes, I know what you're saying. Sounds very cliche. But wait till I tell you this one. Our first episode is going to be an international zombie episode. Yes, you heard it right. An international zombie episode. We're picking different zombie films from all around the world. We're trying to stay away from Romero films. Because we, we both love those films. It wouldn't be fair if we reviewed them. Because we'd basically be praising them up to high heaven. So we're picking films from Norway, Britain, um, New Zealand, South America. If we can get any zombie films in South America. We probably can. I probably can anyway. And yes, that episode is coming up in the next few weeks to a couple of months. I'm not entirely sure when. But... Yes, we've, that's the first episode we're going to do, and we've got another episode planned for after this one. And it's going to be a fil um, review of found footage films. I know most of you are not big fans of found footage films, but me and Derek are, so we don't give a flying fuck what you think. We're just going to review them because we love them. And by the way, guys, um, one of the films we're going to review, both me and Derek love, so you have to put up with that, is Blair Witch. I know Blair Witch gets a really bad bad rep but I think it is a truly remarkable film. I saw it when I was 14 and it blew me away and I'm still hooked to it now and yes I do love the second film as well, Book of Shadows. So yeah that's up and coming projects I've got with um, Derek and great if you're listening please please in the future I really want to do an episode with you this is the plea from me to you. Maybe we can do a slasher episode. Maybe we can even review the new and like mine Elm Street film when it comes out over there and over here. I would really love to do that. If you're interested, hit me up with an email. Hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up on Twitter. You you know how to contact me. No problem. So Derek, yep, I'm holding you out on this one. Please, let's do an episode together. A slasher episode. I would truly, truly like that. And if any of you listen out there, any other podcasters, and you would like me to guest host on your show or um, do a bumper for your show, I am willing to do a bumper for anyone. If you tell me about your show, and I will definitely record a bumper for you. And that's to you as well, um, Eric. If you want me to do a bumper for Dark Hours, I shall. I don't care. I will do anything. Within reason, that is, I am not going into do sexual favours with people. No, I gather not. But yeah, if you want me to leave a, do a bumper for any of your podcast, or you want me to guest host on your show, get in contact with me, tell me about your show, and I'll start listening to it. Um, anything else I want to add before I finally wrap up this second episode, and hopefully. Oh yes, yes. Um, sexiest Scream Queens is still open. The survey is still up. I may have told you this before, but please, please vote. I want to get as much content into every episode. Um, the last two, first two episodes have been basically... How do I put it? They've been basically about a bit of news, a bit of talk about a couple of films, and then recommendations. What I want to do is start to bring like little segments in. I want to do surveys from like do surveys every couple of weeks or every week about different say sexiest screen queen and um, best zombie flick and have basically different different surveys, different um thoughts. I want to get you the look macabre listeners involved with the show. Um so, if any of you guys have got any ideas for different segments I can do for my show, please um, 
hit me up on Facebook and Twitter. I've given you them before, but I'll give you it again. It is Aaron McCarb Grant on Facebook and Aaron U O T M on Twitter. Or you get contact me on my mundane and very long-winded um, email address, which is the dot underground dot of dot the dot macabre at googlemail.com. I always get stuck on that one all the time. So if you've got any ideas I, or recommendations of what segments I can add to the show, I would really love to. Um, um, and I've got some bit of news for you as well. Um, after episode three, which will be next week, I'm going to take a week's break to work on and trying to freshen up the show. With you say, you see people go freshen up the show. You've only been on lot two weeks. If that, but the reason why I want that break is I want to, I don't want to start making this show stale. So I want to, every three episodes, I'm, after three episodes, I'm going to have a week's break. It's going to be a continuous thing. And that week's break, it's going to give me a chance to um, get some decent segments together and come up with some um, decent soundtracks and scores. It basically, it's for your benefit in the long run because after those three weeks, you're gonna, I'm gonna, it gives me a week to work on, say, new segments for the show um, that you guys I want to help me with, and it help, and I can edit some music scores. I'm gonna finally try and create a score for the end of the show. Um, which I currently don't have at the moment. I'm just playing some really kick-ass music at the end of the show. So yes, after next week's episode, I'm taking a week's break to work on the segments for the show and just to make it better for you listeners. Otherwise, I am going to get bored of it because the last couple of weeks I've been reviewing and talking about films that... Oh, one last week, last week I talked about films I flipping love, but this week... This film, these films, read you get. I know you get that in movies and stuff, but hopefully next week I'm going to review a film that I love. So next week I may just review a film that I know I will won't say a bad word about. And after that, I'm taking a break off, as you know, to work on new segments, new music, and new stories for my show because I have been talking to a writer, a horror writer she's very very talented and I am gonna um, get some stories from her because she is said she would help me with my blog and podcast and I'm gonna read one of her stories out on the podcast and that is going to be one of my segments every so often she's gonna write a short story it's a kind of a sexy horror very feminine story and every so often I'm gonna read one of hers out on the show just to publicize her that's what I want to do I want to give something back to the community saying that it sounds like I'm on community service but yes I could go Ramson on for ages but yes I have to go now otherwise I'm gonna be chatting and mumbling on for ages I know you guys don't want that so next week, I'm not sure what I'm going to do for episode 3. Um, keep checking on my blog, because on my blog has... Basically, the blog's a spoiler for what's coming up on the podcast. The last couple of days, I've told you what this episode's going to be about. It's very British... Uh, British... Ugh, ugh, what the fuck am I saying? It's been very British-related due to St. George's Day. I reviewed two films. Very good acting. Very good scenarios, but... Both stories have been very down, very, they've let me down basically, the stories. Right, I'm going to go, I'm going to go and chill out, I'm probably going to go play some video games, get some munchies, and basically chill and chat to people on Facebook. So, I'll see you next week, and hopefully, with another decent discussion on horror. Bye, my macabre listeners. Love you all. And I'll talk to you soon. Mr. Dascombe, what we need right now is a clear message to the people of this country. This message must be read in every newspaper, heard on every radio, seen on every television. This message must resound throughout the entire interlink.
I want this country to realize that we stand on the edge of oblivion. I want every man, woman, and child to understand how close we are to chaos. I want everyone to remember why they need us. <laughs>